Welcome to the Grabbing the Brisket Podcast. We definitely appreciate the listen. Do us a favor and click the like and follow to keep up with what's latest going on with the Grabbing the Brisket crew. Also, do us a favor, man. Drop us a review. We would love to hear the feedback. Good, bad, or Alden would say indifferent. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. Guys, hey, we're back with the another edition of grabbing the brisket hey i'm super stoked uh we're down a couple of guys which is it's sad it is man is it i feel like we'll get to talk more you think so yeah yeah jan and matt are both gone they're no longer with us they are talking to each other they're well jan is in vegas i mean they're here but they're just not matt's literally probably 20 feet away but he's in his house yeah, they're 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 quarantined up uh, and doing their thing. I think little little Luke's classmate came down with COVID, so hey, they're doing their part to to make sure they don't spread this horrible disease virus. Right, and if you just listened to the Matt Gork episode and you're rolling into this one, this is a different episode. We recorded the bonus the same night as that one, so don't don't skip this one because this is a different one. This is right. a good one. The bonus I, episode. I already skipped it. Well, then you can go. <laughs> Shout out to Jan in Vegas. I'm sure he's probably losing all his money. <laughs> Alden, hey, I, early in the podcast, can you hit the people up with the business? I sure can, man. You know, I, I like doing that sometimes, even though I get it wrong 95% of the time. But uh, guys, hit the website, man. It's www.grabthebrisket.com. You can find anything you want to there, man. Our content, our, our podcast, you know, just wherever you get your podcast at, you know, whether it be Apple or wherever you go, you know, iTunes or Google or whatever, man. Uh, you can get our swag shop. Um, you can drop comments. I mean, you can ask us questions. We'll respond to them, man. We will. So just just check it out, man. www.grabthebrisket.com. Wow. I feel like that was the best. That's probably the best he's ever done. I'm going to probably just cut, paste that, and use that on every episode. Yeah. I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> Alan's going to give the business every episode regardless. But That is true. It's going to be the same one that goes in. Pretty much. Every episode. <laughs> yes, exactly. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll just Fair run, enough, guys. Clip that right over it. Can I, can I just say something weird that happened on my last trip I worked? And this, is, this is minuscule and small and dumb, but... It stuck with me, and I've been thinking about it. Where did I've been you go? To ask, I don't remember. I don't remember where I went. I don't remember what flight this was or anything else. What I remember is I'm walking up the aisle. If you don't know if this is your first time listening, I'm a flight attendant walking up the aisle collecting trash. And I look over, and this dude's working on a Reese's Pieces or a Reese's Cup. I'm sorry. Just a regular Reese's Cup. He's nibbling on it. I'm like, Dude's nibbling a Reese's cup. Like, Savor is it a mini one Savor. or is it a full? No, it's a regular one. size, whatever. Savory. So I get it. Yeah, maybe it's not a one okay. biter for some people. Maybe you need a couple bites, but he's he's nibbling it. Like you're whatever. Making, you're making it weird, sir. Yeah, yeah. I'm whatever, dude. Do your thing. So I walk up and I'm collecting everyone's trash, and I walk back because I work in the back usually. And I come back, but he's still working on the same cup. He's still nibbling away. And is that a thing? Do people? Do people it, do like it the, in, the like the ridges like the, is what he's nibbling off like the ridges? No, he's just like eating it like he would a shit. I don't know something you nibble something no. that's much bigger than a Reese's cup. I think that, I think that shit psychopaths do. That's that's crazy purpose, crazy person stuff, right? Right. Yeah, he's a sociopath, right? Social sociopath. Yeah, because what happens? Did he have the wrapper underneath it? I don't recall that part. I just remember just... like looking and it was like when I walked by the first time, there's like two little tiny rabbit sized bites out of it. And I come back by and it's like maybe half gone. And it's been like five minutes. So I'm like, what's happening? Like, do you need help with that, sir? Right. You want some milk or something to wash it down? Yeah. You... I would imagine the chocolate is already starting to melt. Yeah. Like just I... getting everywhere. Already on his fingers and whatnot. Yeah. I'm like, eh. like, I'm going to have to clean these fucking seats. It's got chocolate all over it. Was he chewing <laughs> when you passed asshole. by him though? I, I imagine he was. You know, they got the little rabbit. Maybe That's he was working on a second or third. Like, you, you just didn't It could know. have been. It could have been that, but it didn't feel like that. To me, it felt dumb. Like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know why I, I it mean, stuck with me, but I thought I should share it and try to get you guys' take on it and just be like, what the hell, man? Like I could see, like, because there's some weird eaters out there, no doubt about it. Like, you take a Reese's Cup out of there, it's got the ridges on the outside. They're mm-hmm. like, well, I'm just going to take all these down real quick. And then work their way around, and then probably get to the 
you know, to the middle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I mean, you're taking bites out of it and just like, nah, and then yeah, but, yeah, I'll take it was another like bite here in a minute. Tiny bites. I, mm. For me, a Reese's is two bites tops. Usually one. You're just cramming the whole thing in your mouth. Well, it's not crammy. I have a big mouth, and they're not that big, but... Okay, maybe Yeah, I don't me. know, man. That's, um... I mean, people have weird food fetishes. Not fetishes, but wow. just weird... Okay, Went Weird there. food, um... So then he stuck it, and he stuck it up his, uh... Right, yeah. up his cram hole. I get it, yeah. Um, so when I met Mandy, um... Oh, boy. Here she comes. There we go. Not, not that she's coming over here. I'm grateful for that. But just not food fetishes, but just... You eat food. Some people eat food weird. And quirky? Yeah, just kind of quirky. You just have different quirks about you and, and how you eat food. And, you know, it could be like, well, I don't want my food to touch or any nothing that I'm eating. You know, my lettuce can't touch my goddamn tomatoes or something. You know what I mean? People are weird when it comes to food. So when we first got together, I mean, there was a lot of stuff that she did that didn't bother me. But I was just like, what? what's the matter with you? You know, and... um one of the biggest things I can remember was get she would get Jack in the box uh, Jack in the box fries, and she would take the the ketchup packet and she would kind of bend it in half and then just cut a little bitty piece in the the mint part, mm-hmm. and then she would just squeeze it on every individual piece of fry and eat fries that way. You know, to me, it was like that's the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Well, in my Mandy's life. weird as shit. So she, well, she is. You know, that's why she works for a passion party. You know what I mean? But uh, but just people dif- they have different. Um, I don't know what you would call yeah, that. It's, I get it. I get it. Maybe that's it, you know, for him. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, He's probably just a freak. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful right there. Hey, let's get in and talk a little about barbecue. Okay, let's kinda, do that. It's kind of weird, this kind of weird transition from um, Passion Party Mandy and, and foot fetishes. And oh, wait, I mean, Nobody uh, said foot fetish. I, I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> Okie dokie. Let's talk a little she bit. She does not like feet, by so, the way. We've been slowly, you know, we got Thanksgiving rolling up here. Mm-hmm. So we're about to start practicing on, well, actually, I think we're far past practicing on turkeys or whatever. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little turkey talk. Let's talk, unless you want to go past that and just get right back into the pork talk that we were trying to get into before all the interviews and stuff. You know, up. I wanted to ask him. Um, you know, because he got into his ask who um, Matt, you Matt, know, Roy. Matt Roy. You know, I wanted to ask him because you know he got into the deal like, what can you smoke, or whatever. He was like talking about the turkeys and stuff. You know, a lot of people pull out the uh, to make the the gravy. They pull out all the stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. well, can you smoke all that? You know, I wanted to ask him. I just didn't have the time. But what what would you think would happen if you tried to smoke just like the the internal, the giblets, and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure that's the thing. You can yeah. probably Is it? take yeah. all those and maybe throw it on a smoker and smoke for a while. But it's right. not a gravy at that point. It, no, 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 then make the gravy out of it. Then you make the gravy uh, out of that, and then the, the giblets gravy would be maybe kind of a little bit of a smoky giblet gravy. Giblet. That's yeah. a, Give it a shot, Is it, is it giblet kidding. or giblet? It's like a gif or a jif. It's Kimmy Gibbler. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Now, so um, that, that was one of the questions I wanted to ask him. But hey, you know what? He answered everything else. Mm-hmm. So we're, I was talking with uh, Matt uh, Sorge uh, earlier today. We're trying to line out to, so we have our little turkey process. We're we're trying to get to whether we're going to brine it, where we're going to inject it, what are we going to brine it with, what are we going to inject it with, and all that type of stuff. So we're kicking around ideas, and there's a lot of commercial, I guess, brines out there that you can purchase. Mm-hmm. And we've used some of them, like the Lane's Signature, not well, it's the Lane Signature Turkey Brine. I'm not really sure what, what, what the actual name of it is, but I know they have one. I know Meat Church Barbecue has one. I know Cosmos Q has one as well. Mm-hmm. So it, And then we do a, a brine as well for our competition team for chicken. So I was thinking about maybe doing the competition chicken brine. Which, I mean, majority of the brines out there, I mean, you have to have, I guess, a salt and sugar. Yep. And then probably a good tip or pro tip uh, to use is, is to use distilled water as mm-hmm. opposed to tap water or as opposed to getting drinking water or whatever it is. Distilled water 
filters out all those impurities and stuff like that right. that might give you like a little bit of a funky taste or whatever. Back in the day, we never really did that. We just turned on the sink and just like, I'm going to get all the minerals and all that stuff already, you know, <laughs> coming out of the sink and all that good stuff. So we're trying to come up with a, a, a process. And so hopefully we can get something lined out maybe prior to uh, Thanksgiving and we can put it out there for the folks to take a look at it. Heck and, yeah. Give them a little recipe action. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. We heard it. You heard it here. Heard it here. You'll have to next week. We're definitely smoking turkeys. I don't think we're going to fry turkeys this year. I think this is probably going to be two years in a row that we don't fry turkeys, which I absolutely love fried turkey, but mm-hmm. really good smoked turkey is pretty good. Well, I should have the big pit. I don't know if I mentioned it earlier, but I went today and picked up some briskets. I went and picked up 30 briskets. I now have 32 briskets in my freezer. I still have to go get at least five more briskets and uh, 10 or 12 pork butts as of right now for uh, John John's fundraiser. So Matt was asking, hey, can I throw a, a turkey on? I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have room. But, <laughs> I don't know uh, if you're going to have room. We will see. Yeah, usually usually people are like, hey, man, since you got it on, or people are cooking, they're like, hey, I got the pit on. You know, if you have something you want to cook, let's throw it on. Yeah, throw it on. Right now, I think you're at capacity. We may be at capacity. Yeah, or, or very close, you know, because we don't – you really don't know what capacity is. You know, we've uh, yeah, we've really talked about to... it, you know what I mean? Like, man, maybe we can put this many on. I don't, we don't know yet. So yeah. we're going to find out, though. Yep. So I just went up to HEB and ordered ordered the briskets and picked them up today. And they they varied a little bit in size. Like, there was a couple that were a little bit on the smaller side. Like, there was maybe one that was like 11 pounds, a couple 12. Everything else is pretty much 14, 15 or more. There was quite a few 19-pounders, 20-pounders. I think the biggest one was 21 and a half pounds. Part of me was like, mm, I should just keep that one right. for me. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> difficult. We, we When we did the, the, the CM smoke cooks, that was one of the, the challenges that you face when you're when you're putting on these things and you're selling them. And then you get these briskets in and the one's 12 pounds and you trim it down. Now it's like 10 pounds. And then you cook it and it turns into freaking 8 pounds. And you're like, right. Maybe I could just chop off a little bit of this uh, twenty-pound brisket, and maybe give you a little bit of this over here. Uh, right. Well, I think the only the only good thing about this is that it is a fundraiser. It's a fundraiser. Hey. Sure. But you for the lose. most part, they were all. I would say uh, 85 percent of them are all fifteen pounds and up. So that, I thought that was good. I was oh, a little worried there was going to be a lot of small ones. I know they're yeah. going to get delicious smoked brisket. Yep. For sure. And butts. And butts. Smoke that butt. Still good size briskets though, man. Fifteen pounders. Yeah, yeah, that's great nice. size brisket. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. So Thanksgiving's coming up. Let me get your number one side. Mm. What's the number one side? Like, what is my favorite, or what's the most important? Uh, dressing is number one. There's no. I doubt think about we it. we touched a little bit. We about talked this about this a little bit, yeah, and we, we were saying what is the most. Episode. Yeah, we were saying what is the most important. What is the most important? That's what we were talking about last week. What? But, but what is it supposed to complement? No, no, what is the most or you important? Just pay like, if you're having a Thanksgiving dinner, what has to be on the table? Well, you can't have turkey and yams. Sure it's turkey can. and dressing. Stuffing? Stuffing. Damn it. California? <laughs> dressing. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I absolutely love stuffing. Uh, I don't think it's the most important. I, I think you have to have mashed potatoes on the table. And that's why you're from California. You're a weirdo. I'm sorry, mashed potatoes has to be on the table. For me, like the holy, it's the holy trinity. It's like I have to have turkey, mashed potatoes, and dressing. Yeah, you're probably right. And then I cover everything in gravy. You have to have gravy. I would substitute uh, macaroni for the mashed potatoes, by the way. Yeah, well, mashed I'm potatoes saying... can't get covered in gravy, so it has to uh, go yeah, on a side can. plate. Macaroni can get covered in Everything in, what is on wrong Thanksgiving with gets covered with gravy. <laughs> I'm not saying what's my everything. favorite. I'm just saying what is the most important to a Thanksgiving dinner. All right, well, yeah, I'm, if you're saying what's my favorite, then I'm, I'm going yams. I'm asking what's your favorite. I like yams. Me, yams. I fucking love yams. I think they're, or sweet potatoes, either way, they're great. I love them, and I want them every time. Yams and sweet potatoes, the same thing? I think they Pretty are. Much. I don't really yes. know. I feel like yams come in a can, <laughs> but they're probably just sweet potatoes. <laughs> the, the yam cans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. While you're at it, go go to the store and get the yam cans and actually, get the the cranberry sauce. They may as well. actually be two different things. I'm just not sure. I, I I cannot even tell you that you're right or wrong, John. But I can tell you this: the best thing on Thanksgiving that you cannot go without Dallas Cowboys playing on Thanksgiving. 
Sweet Jesus. And not even that. You know what? The Detroit Lions in that same tradition. Yeah, because those are two teams that you can definitely sleep through after you've eaten all that food. <laughs> Our family ain't sleeping through that. Nope. No, sir. But other than that, so uh, yams. I think I think yams and, I mean, is, are they wild yams? Shit, I don't know. Well, uh, as they are similar, they seem similar, yams and sweet potatoes are not the same. To be clear, a yam is not a type of sweet potato, nor is a sweet potato a type of yam. They are two different root vegetables that just happen to look very similar. So they got the yellow flesh. So you basically you basically tell me the difference between a french fry and a tater tot. It's the same shit. No, they're both made out of potatoes. These are two different oh, what? vegetables or roots, what? whatever they're called. It's like a russet potato and a golden potato. No, they're, no, because those are both this different kinds of potatoes. These are not the same kind. It's just a, yeah, it just said they're not the same. One's not a variation of the other. They're two different oh, okay. things that just happen to be very similar. So one's a pickle and one's a uh, cucumber. Oh, sweet fucking shit. God damn it. I was going to say pickle <laughs> and root beer because that's pretty much what John's saying. Yes, they're not, they're the, not same. the same. They just look similar <laughs> and taste the same. I don't know what the hell, why they're not the same, but according to the internet, which is never wrong, they are different. So a pine cone and a beehive. Exactly. Damn it. Or a honeycomb. I don't know. All right. So what's on the, what's on the agenda, guys? Uh, we did get a message from a uh, listener. Do you want to hear it? Malcolm, Malcolm. We've got mail. Uh, and this is from Brett Irvine. And apparently he tried out our wing recipe that we talked about. I don't remember what episode it was, but uh, we are going to post that wing recipe on our website. It okay, yeah, be, the uh, smoked, smoked wing recipe. Right, the one yeah, you guys used to use back in the day. The buffalo smoked recipe. Correct. Is that the one you're talking about? Yes, and I, I don't think that he actually used buffalo on these, but I think he went ahead and went with your, your style, your the method. method of cooking? Right, right. Yes. So he says, uh, that wing recipe worked out a treat. I've never used mustard before. I've also never cooked them any lower than around 325. I had these on at 250 for a little over two hours in my Traeger Pro 780, and they turned out incredible. John is crying, by the way, yes. as he's reading this story. Okay. Am I? Yes, you are. Okay. Uh, it'll be the only way I'll do wings from now on. I did one kilogram... This guy must be from... He's from Australia. Yeah, I was going to say, this guy must be from Australia or England or something. I did one kilogram in Meat Church Honey Hog, the -hmm. kid's favorite. Then I trialed the mustard on uh, another kilogram that had the Heath Riles garlic jalapeno, which is my favorite at the moment. I even have it on bacon and eggs. I'm getting through your episodes. I'm on episode 32, so I'll be up to date soon. Keep up the good work. Appreciate the info. Again, that was Brett Irvine... Totally digging on y'all's um, wing recipe. That that's awesome. That's man. awesome. Hey, we that appreciate it, Brett. Awesome. Uh, there's something about doing the low and slow. Not low and slow. You can't go 225 on the, wing, on the wings because it's just going to take forever for right. it to reach the temperature that you need. So 250, 275 is the for the sweet spot for us mm-hmm. that you're able to get some of that, that heat on that skin. The meat doesn't really dry out a whole lot. And then once you reach that 175, 18, 178 range, you pull them off. You got a nice little kind of crispy skin. The meat's super tender, still juicy, and it just falls apart. I mean, it, literally. I mean, you're just you're breaking those wings apart, and it just is delicious. So we, we appreciate the uh, you guys trying it out. Hopefully, everybody else look, gets out there and tries it themselves. No. I think the key with that is even more than just the skin, is that you're still getting a good smoke flavor. You're getting that flavor, yes. Because I just did some, and I did the Jealous Devil, and I did, like, these mother humpers were basically air fried. Like, it was, like, running 500 degrees on my mm-hmm. on my ranch. The skin was perfect. Uh, it was juicy. It was everything. But you're not getting you're not getting smoke, obviously. Not right? getting smoke, and, yeah. For one, it was just charcoal, but also it's running so hot, it doesn't have time to absorb anything. They finished quick. They were freaking phenomenal. But with this recipe... That you guys are talking about, you're getting a little bit of smoke flavor. Yeah, and then we uh, we we actually when we do the the buffalo wings, we toss them in a little bit of the buffalo sauce after we cook it. That method, mm-hmm. dude, you're talking about just like super freaking awesome. And then dipping a little bit of that ranch, oh, mm. or blue cheese, 
No, dude, dude, hey, nobody is eating <laughs> yes. blue cheese. Blue cheese is the bomb. Dude, I think I saw an article the other day that talking about the blue cheese versus ranch, and blue cheese is garbage. No, it's not. They should not be serving that in restaurants. They're hands down. You should not be going... Again, this is my own personal preference. Exactly. I did read an article where they're talking about, uh, and I don't remember who, I'll have to dig it up. and see I agree with you, it, but I, I get it. Blue cheese tastes like ranches, like older funky brother. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I could be quite honest. It, Ranch and Parmesan, basically. No, it's not that at all. Blue cheese is what? like a deeper, richer flavor. I, don't get me wrong. I freaking love ranch, and I eat a lot of ranch. But when it comes to wings, blue cheese is the bomb. It with the right uh, buffalo sauce, it's like the perfect offset. It's like why do you eat a perfection a, a wing that doesn't have? A, why why would you introduce something to a wing that doesn't already have it on it? Is my question. Like, what are you talking about? When I eat hot so- like a hot wing, I'm not dipping a ranch. I'm not You're doing not? anything. No, I'm eating it because I buy it to taste what it tastes like. Oh, that's that's a that's a that's a bullshit cuz what do you about other stuff? Like do you dip your fries in something? Gravy? Sometimes. Okay, then don't give me that's not a good excuse thing. Depends on where I go. I go to I go to fucking I'm just McDonald's. Saying, people dip shit in stuff because it tastes good. That's why we do. You're a what? You're a dipshit. Damn it. Hey, you beat me to it. Blue okay. cheese dressing <laughs> needs to stay on salad. You're wrong. Not wings. I don't even think I've ever tasted blue cheese salad or uh, the the dressing, so I can't even. Dude, it, oh, it, it tastes so like good. it oh, tastes yeah. like ranch, but with like moldy cheese in it. <laughs> so ranch with parmesan in it. No, par- oh, parmesan. God damn it! Dang it. Well, I don't know. It's blue cheese. The, I'm gonna make you some. The cheese itself turns blue because it's moldy. All cheese is kind of moldy, right? Right. But this in particular is moldy and it has kind of a funky flavor. All right, you guys. Anyways, hey, everybody. Hey. Do you want to take preference. advice from me or the guy that can't eat cheese about the cheese? If I could eat cheese, <laughs> I would not eat it. We'll put it at that. And we'll put it to bed. Hey, okay, we're done thanks, Brett, for checking out that wing recipe. Uh, definitely everybody out there, go check out the website. Go check out the Instagram page. And we'll get yes. like, uh, I'm going to write up a recipe officially for the website for you guys to go out there and check it out. Because uh, once you try it, I mean, you will not go back. Promise. That's true. It's fantastic. Can we can we talk about the last episode? Not the the last bonus episode. I think I said fantastic like five thousand times. That's the one I listened. No, was it? You haven't listened to it yet. No, it comes either. I said fantastic Uh -uh. or awesome or whatever. It was. It was the uh, the one Matt said he was listening to that I listened to the other day. Um, the the bonus episode before the last bonus episode, correct. couple yeah, of bonus episodes. You did. Ago. It was uh, I forget what it was. Sixty two point five. I don't remember what the name was, but I, I caught myself. I noticed this, so I'm trying to refrain myself from saying that. It's almost like me saying for sure all the time, or correct, correct. So I'm, now I'm just not going to speak at all now. <laughs> well, that's what you're. But I call myself. Other, I was like, that's fantastic. What say the other day. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. That's. Fantastic. I'm like I'm listening. <laughs> I'm just like you people at home and on the car and at work. I'm listening to this episode myself, and I'm like, quit saying fantastic. Stop. Nobody noticed it till you just brought it up. Now they're all going now, back to listen. Go back and listen. I don't know. Like I said a couple episodes ago, I disagree with myself sometimes. We all do. Disagree with yourself. Damn it. Well, that's because I don't listen to the episodes. All right, do we want to go into beer review? <laughs> wow, no. can, we, can we run that back and do that one more time? <laughs> you guys are horrible without five pieces. We're only three right now. Well, I, I thought I said that perfectly. I was fixing it. it goes, do you want to go into the beer review? I feel like you were going to say 90. He, you were like, mm, he was about mm, to. Almost. Yes. You want to go into the mm-hmm. Yes. This is definitely the grab him in the brisket. Beer review. <laughs> Alden, you want to grab those out of that ice chest there? In the brisket? And this is yet another beer from Martin House Brewing. We're not sponsored by them, but we should be because we get a lot of their beers. And this one is called Sweet Apples. 
Uh, red apple sour with caramel and lactose, 5.2% alcohol by volume. And they actually have this, uh, this four-pack that we got came with two of the sweet apple version, which we got here, and two of the sour apple version. I just brought over the sweet ones, but I've already tasted them. So. Nice. I don't see anywhere on the can where it says, how about them apples? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, nice I feel little, like they uh, missed out there. Uh, yeah. Missed I'm going to play a Devil's Advocate. No, I'm going to play Jan. For don't, don't be a butthole. Okay. The can's cool. Why don't you tell us about the can there? We're, we're opening it up. Uh, so. well, Jan's not here. Somebody tell us about the can. Well, I will tell you. It looks like a, um, it's like a candy factory to me. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Like, it's it's just raining from the apple. The apple's just... Boom, rain off sunshine of flavor. It's like an explosion, right? Yeah, an explosion of flavor, pretty much. And then you see his, his hands, like one hand's on his hips, the other one's got a thumbs up. I don't know what's on the uh, on his leaves or where all that extra is coming from up there, but uh it's like honey. It's like sweet. Does it have is? kind of a and I don't I don't want this to sound wrong, does it have kind of an Asian feel to it? Uh, I don't know. It's got the gold like China, maybe? Pink, or, red, striped. Just like a like an Asian cartoon would have like this little the yeah, color scheme I, I and all this. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Red apple sour. That my boys to watch for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Looks cool. It looks like a happy can, right? Looks like something my kids would want to drink. Where you get? Hmm. It's not bad. No, it's not great. I don't remember if I tasted this one. Maybe I only tasted the sour one before. Yeah, it's got like a tart apple flavor, like yeah. right off the bat. Mm-hmm. There's a little, a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of the sweetness, of... but that kind of disappears, and now you're left with kind of just like a apple. I really don't get any caramel. Yeah, not not very. Does it say caramel? Oh, it does say caramel. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's not a whole lot of caramel. I will say that I tasted the other one, and it was the most sour beer I've ever had. Which this one is kind of sour, but that one it was like sweet Jesus. It's sour. So this is a this one is better than the other one. I will say that. Well, if you're into and, sour beers, it's gonna be right up your alley. I mean, it, it can be. This is initially sour, but it's trying to be sweet. It's like I, I get it, sweetness but in there. I mean, there is some, and and I can see like it's trying to be a caramel apple, right? With I, I taste a little bit of caramel in there, but initially, but yeah, the it's like, taste it's more it's more sour. On the end, mm-hmm. but you should. Yeah, I should have brought the other ones over for you to taste as well. We should have done a double tasting here, because the other one is like a kick in the teeth. I got no tooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I had all of them yesterday. <laughs> no, but for real, man. Like, like the, you can taste the. Is it? Hey guys, is it caramel? Or is it caramel? Caramel. Caramel. That's what I would say too. Uh, a lot of listeners made it scree, but. Um, I definitely taste caramel in it, and um, initially, then it goes away pretty quick, and it's just sour. I'm not used to that unless you have it like on a Granny Smith apple, like one of the green apples. That's what it tastes like to me. Yeah, it tastes like a, a caramel apple, but it's in a Granny Smith, like a super sour one. Yeah, yeah, but it's more sour than it is caramel. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If they could have brought a little bit more caramel out in this, I think it would have been a much better beer. I agree, hundred percent. You wanna you wanna give us a score there, Alden? I do. Let me taste it one more thing. One more thing. I'm gonna go. Um, I mean, I like it, and I hate to not give this beer a good score, but I'm probably gonna be around probably around six on this beer. Actually, you know what? I'm not probably gonna be around a. I'm lying to myself. This is like a 3.2 beer. Is that bad? Yeah. 3.2. So you can barely choke this shit down. I mean, I can drink it, but I don't know what they want me to expect from this beer. Is it supposed to be sweet? Is, is it supposed to be sour? No, it's yeah. It's supposed to be a sweet apples, red caramel sour with caramel and lactose. But don't worry about what they expect. What do you think? What do you, th- what do you think? You said 3.8? Is that what you said? I mean, I do like it. I'm going to go... Jesus. <laughs> the more I taste it, the more I change my mind. Okay. Uh, like I say, it's not bad. As I'll... Jan would say, one more drink. Yeah. Just one more drink. And that's what he makes me do all the time. <laughs> he so. would also say your first score was locked in, which yeah, is bullshit. And then it's it's clear coming out. What color is that, actually? I don't know. 
Yeah, well, it's I clear think. on the rim. I just noticed that. Okay, I'm going to jump in here. Oh, you you dwell on that. 6.5. 6.5. You went yeah. from 6 to 3.8 to 6.5. Yeah, I actually do kind of like it. Two more drinks, you'll be at a 10. Uh, 6.5, final answer. You locked it in. Yep. Do you want to phone a friend? Y'all didn't answer. It's good. It's all right. It's, well, it's, good is a strong word with this one, I think. It's all right. I don't like it. It's James doesn't like it, so I don't dislike it. I would drink it again if I... I have more in my fridge. I will drink them. I'm not going to buy them again. I was really excited to get these, honestly, but when I... Yeah, they're not that great. I'm going to give this a... 4.2. That's my final answer. You already locked in the last one, shithead. Bullshit. 4.2. Did he hit the button? He, like, locked it in? Yeah, he locked it in. Uh, it's, it's barely above average. I'm going to give it a 5.2. I'm, I'm right there with you. But I'm still taking this thing way lower. <laughs> I hate you. I'm right there with you, but I'm way lower than that. <laughs> like, and the, let me just go and look at this can. And when, when I first saw this can, I was like, it's very just, uh, I don't know, just, it's weird. Like, I mean, the gold. It's like the zebra gum. The golds and the pinks and, and stuff like that. I was like, nah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at this can. I'm not going to like it. And they wrapped it. It's I'm not even a real can. Oh, just stop with the rap bullshit. I'm my four point two. And this crazy, crazy apple with the uh, the the what was the, the the stars in his eyes with the is that beer? Is that beer running from the top of his head? I, think I would caramel. hope so. I think but it's caramel. It's caramel. Okay. Yeah. From okay. what? What produces caramel like that? Well, when you do sugar <laughs> and then you like you almost burn it, it's that's how you make caramel. It looks like the one of those zebra gums. What are those called? The, you know, fruit stripe. Yeah, the fruit stripe. Yes. Yeah. Bringing it back. Anyways, James, score. Uh, definitely not my favorite from Martin House. Definitely uh, not uh, their best that they have. No, Martin House has made some great stuff. They they've made some really great stuff. The the sours, I kind of lose myself in the sours a little bit. I mean, I really don't care for them there's, too much. Yeah, there's only been a couple that we've really hit on because it's usually sour and fruity, and you lose kind of the beer flavor and all that type of stuff. So, when's the last time you tasted caramel? Caramel, caramel, caramel. You said it both times. <laughs> Which way are you doing it? Caramel. Okay, I'm giving this a 4.0. Yeah. It's okay. It's not horrible. Um, I would probably rather drink it Red's Apple Ale mm. over this. No, oh, you lost me there. Would you rather sit on the uh, carousel with this apple on it? Yeah, it almost looks like I'm sitting on a carousel with this apple. That's what the, I'm by saying. the way, this this can looks. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But we'll move on. Hey, <laughs> can't win them all, Martin House. I mean, no, I, I but know I'm you've still been drink spitting it. out some really fantastic shit. I'm still going. And drink there's it. probably a, a a lot of people out there that would drink this and go, "Well, this is my jam right here." Yes, yeah, not sure. Not here. Yeah, if you if you really like sours, you'll probably like this shit. I like sours for the most part. It's just eh. I, I love sours and I don't like this. Hmm. Yeah, I really did think you were gonna like this one. What did I give it? A nine point twelve. <laughs> I think that concludes the nine point twelve beer review. <laughs> no, damn it. Nope. You got to come in with that harmonization, Alden. Yeah. So okay, let's, let's go. go. This let's concludes see. the grabbing the brisket beer review. Better, you see how the difference. What did I give this thing? Four point two. I don't. I don't remember. You gave like seven different scores, so it's not going to be in the top ten. Really doesn't fucking matter. It's pretty true. We're going to take all Alden scores and we're going to average together to make one legit Alden score. Your scores combined. I am Captain Planet. (laughs) You got that? Yeah. Did you think I was born in the twenties? Well, you and I are. Pretty close to the same age. So. I, I am your uh, superior, so don't forget that. What? I'm older than you. No, I'm not. You're not older <laughs> than me at all. I did not know that worked that way. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Uh, we got an article from... This is from Real Pig Farming. They have, oh. a, they have a website. Before you get into that... Okay. So my boss... Um, he hunts land all the time, so if we want to do a whole hog, he said he shoots them on the regular, so 
Yeah, my, uh, one of my wife's coworkers is supposed to be getting us a couple of hogs to smoke. Okay, if we want to do it. Now, okay. we have to clean it and gut it at that point. He's just going to bring me the, the dead fucking thing. Mm. So, I don't know if the guy you're going through can just yeah, bring us. It's supposed to be like ready to go when we get it. Oh, let's I mean, go yeah, to your we, guy then. Yeah. yeah, we need him them to dress him out a little bit. Yeah. What? Yeah, this guy's. <laughs> and I, I, I did actually, I was like, hey, if, you could, if you're going to do this, like, I don't want any old ones. I want young ones and preferably two. So, hopefully he comes through. Okay. Well, if we'll you see. don't, I'll go shoot this one. Okay. All right. So let's get into. So we've alluded to, and we're still trying to get into the whole, the pick talk, the the hog, the the ribs, pork? the pork talk. Yes. So, I, are we talking pork in general? I guess so. Okay. Yeah. Just pork in general. So we'll we'll get into the whole. We we kind of uh, alluded to in some of the pre- previous episodes about. The history and them coming over and all that stuff like that, but mm-hmm. we're definitely going to dive into pork butts, ribs, all those different types of cut of meats and how we cook them, and then put out some recipes that you guys at home can follow along and hopefully they come out delicious for you. But we're short staffed today, mm-hmm. so I came up with a few interesting facts about pork Okay, that I thought you guys might find interesting, and we'll just uh, let me know what you think. Okay. All right. Let's go. What are we What are we calling this series? Are we Are we calling it something? Porktastic. No. Weezer. Well, what was the other one? We had brisketology steak. and we had steak series. So this would be pork series. No. <laughs> Porkapalooza. Yeah. Yeah. Weezer. We'll figure it out. John's very creative with working out this type of stuff. Mm, okay. So some of these I'll read off just the headlines. You want to go dive deep into some of these? Just say, tell me to stop. Yeah, I want to drown. Let's go. Go drown. Pigs were the first animal to be domesticated. Okay. Okay. You, heard you mean this? like before sheep or dogs? I have. Which also Wait. makes them which is domesticated crazy. like in general. Correct. Yeah. Which okay. also makes them so easy to be wild. Like immediately they can be wild. Like it takes like a week. They're like, no, nope, mm-hmm. I'm wild now. Me, me. Yeah. Right. Me, me. Pretty much. <laughs> okay. So I did read that. Uh, so pigs are like the third smartest animals. After dogs and dolphins? No, after me, fool. After oh, okay. primates, dolphins, mm. pigs. Pigs We're, are smarter than dogs? Yes. Really? Yes. What about mammals? I mean, whales. Okay. Dolphins. Where does Alvin's fall said, on this list? I said primates, <laughs> dolphins, oh. pigs. I didn't hear the second thing. <laughs> Unclog uh, your micro your ear headphones up there. So yeah, the first uh, book on pig farming was written by a Chinese emperor. That was thirty four sixty eight BC. There's a book. There's a book. What is this book written on? I want to see this book. It might be written on like pig. He just yeah. he just Leather. said <laughs> BC book BC book right? Uh, okay. Yeah, historians theorize <laughs> that pigs were domesticated six thousand years ago. Really? Yeah. First pigs came to America fifteen thirty nine with Spanish explorer. Oh, now, you're talking, now you're talking about me. Huh? Hernando de Soda. We talked oh, about yeah. him like many times on this episode. Yeah, that's true. We did. Uh, I think we did. Uh, perhaps yeah, we when did. he found the city of gold, blah, blah, blah. Wait. I think he probably meant bacon. Where's that city at? It mm-hmm. didn't say. Moving on. What? It's in Florida. <laughs> bacon is the world's oldest meat. Oldest? Oldest meat. How do you... How, that... That's bullshit. How do you know what the oldest meat is? Do you get bacon from a dinosaur? When you well, say sure oldest you meat, what do you mean? Okay, well, let me just go ahead and read this. It says, dating back to 1500 BC, bacon has been a favorite for millennia. The phrase, bring home the bacon, originated in the 12th century when church, or well, when a church in England offered a side of bacon to any man who could swear before the church that he had had he had not had a fight with his wife for a year. 
How are you going to swear before the church? You're not supposed to cuss. <laughs> yeah, I ain't had no fucking fight. <laughs> right? Here's your bacon. <laughs> Any man could bring home the bacon uh, was highly respected among the, amongst the community. Today, bacon is a big business with over two billion pounds of bacon being produced annually <laughs> in the United States. So, Alden, John, <laughs> are you guys bringing home the bacon this year? Yes, I still don't understand how this is the oldest meat. Like When you say oldest meat, you mean the oldest meat that humans consumed? Correct. There's no way to fucking know that for sure. That's bullshit. I call Historians that. are saying 1500 B.C. They got records going back that far. So before that, people didn't eat meat. They were all vegetarians. Is that what we're going with? Well, I'm sure they probably weren't cooking like cows. And again, I'm not trying to sit here and try to. What were those Neanderthals cooking back in the day? Right, exactly. They were all vegetarians. They weren't cooking each other. Yeah. What about? I mean, even if they still were, there'd still be meat. Number three. (laughs) I'm just gonna roll on. Y'all keep talking amongst yourself. Number three on the list. There were dinosaur pigs. Okay, now that that, that makes a little more sense. It, it sounds like dino nuggets. Yeah, so it was like a woolly mammoth of pigs, if you will. Pretty much. Uh, sometimes they were called Terminator pigs. Hmm. Who made this list up? Disney or Hell pigs? Hell pigs? Terminator pigs or Hell pigs? Is, is there a picture? Is that a picture? There's no picture. Okay. I can give you a brief description. Would you? Weighed around a thousand pounds, stood seven feet tall. In the shoulder, had multiple sets of teeth. They were thought to have been the apex predator and one of the top predators in the area in the American Badlands. Let that soak in. How the hell is that a pig? A seven foot tall pig? Seven foot tall pig. That's not a pig. Sounds like Shaq. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I was going to go with like a moose. I mean, just go ahead and imagine. I mean, just your point of reference, seven foot tall pig. Yeah, it's a I mean, foot look, taller than me. Yeah, it's this a thing's moose. barely fitting into the garage. You know how tall a moose is? Them fool's shoulders going to be like 10 foot tall. You know how big God, a lion dang, is? Can you imagine? And pigs, like wild pigs, are not friendly. No, no. And they're omnivores and they eat everything. So yeah. they'll eat you and they'll eat. It probably this. is like a moose, but will eat you. They'll eat this shitty can of sweet apple uh, beer from God Martin. I'm just kidding. It. Just kidding. God. The one John delivered today. Yeah. Right, number so. four on the left, pigs are warriors. So they used pigs dating back to the ancient times in warfare. Say ancient to fight? Times? Ancient. Oh. So the great uh, Alexander the Great reportedly used pigs to counterattack elephants. Since elephants were terrified of the pigs' loud squeals, pigs have also been used for their keen sense of smell in the source to bear uh, in source to find out buried landmines. Wait, is this, is this <laughs> the reason? Is this the reason elephants don't like mouse, mouse, mice? How do you call them? Mices, mouses, meese, because they're squeals, meeses, and mooses. I, I don't know, but they find find uh, landmines. Let's see how that goes down. <laughs> they train them because they just like dogs, where they can train them to sniff out drugs or um, explosives. You train a pig to sniff out that as well. Speaking of sniffing things out, and this is a little off course, mm-hmm. uh, I did an international little trip here recently, and we came back in through Phoenix, and they have a dog, a beagle, that sniffs fruit, just fruit. For I just what? thought that was weird. Because you're not supposed to bring fruit back bring into the states in anywhere else. Oh. So this dog's job, like I'm like, did you fail out of drug sniffing school? It was a little beagle, and the other crews that I've flown with refer to him as the fruit beagle. I just thought it was funny. I just thought does that fool get to eat it? I don't know, but he. It's weird because flight attendants we carry food bags that have had lots of different foods in them. I knew I was doing international and take mine with me, but one of the other girls there. She had hers, and so I imagine they are constantly stopping flight attendants. Even if we do get rid of whatever's in there before we, you know, get off the plane, it's still going to smell like it. Right. I would imagine. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I carry a beagle around with me just so he don't smell fruit or fucking drugs. So, but this dog I looked like him. it was fifteen years old. I was like, how do how do you end up being the dog that sniffs fruit? Yeah. I don't know. 
I'll go um, off your side story and tell my side story. So I've been watching a lot of movies with uh, my daughter, Emma. So mm-hmm. I'm starting to like, bust out the classics. They're the ones that I've kind of like grown up kind of watching. And, and so one of the most recent ones was Hot Chick. No. Yeah, Hot Chick. With the... Um, Sounds familiar. It was a Happy Madison production. The one you were telling me about the other day. Yeah, yeah it's where yeah. Uh, Rob Schneider... Um, and I can't remember the girl's name in this movie where they switch bodies. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I cannot recall very much I about it. I could either. Still. And then another one I watched, I was like, went on the whole Will Ferrell, Rob Schneider, Happy Madison, Billy Madison, all that good stuff. So and then we watched the, the animal, the one with Rob Schneider where he, he gets in a car wreck and then the doctor replaces him with all these animal parts. And one of them, he, they gave him a nose of a, I don't know, it was like a beagle or a German shepherd or something. <laughs> and so he's in the airport talking to his buddy that's like a TSA uh, service personnel that's like patting down whatever. And then all of a sudden he's like, dude's got drugs <laughs> up his butt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch that. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, the animal's yeah. awesome, man. You know, speaking of that, James... Um, so I happened to introduce my little one to uh, a little movie. And you're in the cupboard. When was the last time you guys watched that? Um, never. Never? It's been a minute. I forget how much I hated the, the, <laughs> the character in that. For some reason, he just looked like a little bitch to me. But, uh, but <laughs> I happened to just start watching it, and then Avion's just like, she, boom, she's glued to the TV. She's like, all right, now we got to watch it. So... I uh, picked that over Monday Night Football the other night. Um, wow. A couple of days ago. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. We're talking about who was playing the Jets and the fucking Patriots. But, okay. yeah, uh, nice but still, you know, it's football. So, but I, you know, I was like, oh, geez, like, it was my childhood, you know, any in the covers. It's actually a good movie, John. Check it out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Max might like it. I'll look into that. Let's get back to the pig to list. Stuff. Okay. Pigs can run a seven minute mile. I know they're fast. Let that sink in. I would think because they get lost. I, I don't think even they, think I can run a seven-minute mile. I would think they no, can run a faster mile. I don't think anyone mile. here could. No. Oh, bitch, I can run a seven-minute seven minute mile. mile. I can run a six-minute mile. I bet you $100 you cannot run a six-minute mile. We will video this and post it. There's no way you're running a sub-seven-minute mile. A pig can run faster than that because they probably get lost. If you put them on a the track, the mile track, they will run it faster than that. And give them something they want to chase. You talking about they run a shorter mile? Shorter, yeah. They run on a half mile. Well, you said mile. No, no, no I'm just trying to understand <laughs> your logic. Yeah, they're, they're running a one mile. Doesn't matter if they zigzag it or go in a circle. What if they go straight? Straight? Doesn't matter. They're crushing that one mile. You just say Under seven minutes. Oh, I agree with that 100%. That's crazy. Those fools run fast. It's true. I, I just stop. saw a video of a, it was a cheetah chasing one of those, trying to catch it, and somehow he like grabbed it, but like flipped over the front of it, and next thing you know, the pig was chasing the cheetah. <laughs> right. <laughs> this shit was hilarious. I saw a video of these like pack of li- uh, lions, I think, were, were roaming down this road, and then just deer, gazelle, or whatever it is, just comes out of nowhere, just barreling right into him. This whole <laughs> pride. You're like, ah, oh, shit. And then they're just like, oh. I wasn't hungry, but here we Look. go. They're like, hey, they deliver. <laughs> Look. <laughs> DoorDash. <laughs> DoorDash is here. And they went, here, but here we go. They went to town, and I was like, god dang. <laughs> that dude was probably dude. out for a run, or he's probably run for something else. It was like, just ran right into his... Yeah, he was that's, looking behind him at the cheetah like, I got away from this. For, oh, shit. Look at that. That's jump. why I don't Can't run. run. Yeah. So pigs have a below average eyesight, powerful noses. Uh-huh. Pigs are louder than jet engines. Hmm. I don't know if I agree with that. Are they louder than lions? Yes. So it says uh, what they lack in eyesight, they make up for in their squeal. A pig can scream up to 130 decimals, with a jet engine coming in at 120 decimals, compared to diesel engines at 80 decimals. Hmm. Okay. 
So a pig can get up and squeal at a over 130 decibels. Can they hear a pig five miles away? I would imagine they I know can. a lion's roar can... I'd imagine they can. It has body. Lion's roar has body to it, man. It squeals like a little squeal, like, and then keep shutting up. That's what it sounds to me like. I don't know. We'll have to get a couple of them in the same room and see. Next time you make s'mores, you can thank a pig for that. I'm sorry? So next time you make s'mores, you can thank a pig for oh, that. It's true. Pigs invented s'mores. Why do I keep defending lines in this thing? I don't know <laughs> what what's is, going on. Oh, we're trying is, to ignore what is, you. What is this? What, what is going on? Stupid lions. I'm like, we're not even talking about lions. So pigs aren't just for bacon. They also contribute in many other products to the market, such as gelatin, which makes marshmallows. Mm. So without pigs, you would not have marshmallows. Or jello. Or jello. Maybe. I don't know. It says, uh, what is or, that picture? It's kind of blurry. It's kind of like an abstract. Whatever you see is what it is. Oh, what okay. is that? Rim, Rimshack? No. Rorschach? Uh huh. You know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, a Rorschach yeah. painting where yeah. you I don't you understand look at it. why that would be in your article, but. Well, I'm sure my printer fucked up or something. <laughs> it, 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 Did you buy a new one? No, no, no. Huh. Okay, so what's the next the, one? Okay, like? so, uh, Obviously, the the gelatin makes the marshmallows, or hair from the pig makes high-quality paintbrushes. This is, in fact, according to the American Royal Air Force, due to a shortage of pork after World War II, the country of Australia found themselves without paintbrushes to paint their houses. Huh. I never thought about there being houses in Australia. They had had to import over 40,000... Pounds yes, of pig hair, so people can paint their houses. Well, that's the way. Really, they were importing pig hair. They imported just pig the hair. hair, just like, the hair. Now yeah, we're keeping so, the bacon. Y'all can have the hair. So if you look at the image, that's how well you paint with pig's uh, hair. Just look how clear, clear it is. Mm-hmm. Show us, James. Was that again? That's how clear you paint <laughs> with pig's tails. How clear the image is. It, it, well, oh, what is it? Exactly. It, it, people at home can't see this. Right, yeah. Everybody look at the picture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really quick, pigs can save human lives. They, they use a part of the valve in their hearts to help with uh, heart patients. Um, I think I've heard that, yeah. To replace a valve in uh, people that are having issues with whatever valve. Hmm. Uh, the uh, atri- yeah, atri- the, atri- yeah. atrium. Aorta. Aorta. Mon- yeah, the- Mon- matriarch. Yeah. So let me ask you, if these fools are so awesome, why is there no restrictions on killing them? Because they're fucking assholes. Yeah, they they kill your land. Also bacon. Well, the biggest thing is that they have a a huge reproduction rate. Yeah. Quickness. I read an article that the the most ever that has been recorded is that one, would you say sow? Sow? Mm Mm-hmm. Had thirty-seven thousand kids. Nope, thirty-seven um, no. piglets. Piglets. Thirty-seven piglets. That's a lot of piglets. And those thirty-seven piglets snap thirty-seven themselves. So imagine that. That's a lot of pulled pork sandwiches. It is exactly. But these yeah. fools, like especially like the feral hogs and shit like that. I mean, they they run rampant on just like hunters' lands and just. And they're mean too. And they are mean. They can get mean. Yeah, I read another article. It was a. The largest pig ever in our era, uh, known to man, that, that was captured or killed or whatever, this thing was over a thousand pounds and it was like six six feet tall and Jeez, nine Lord. feet wide. No, no shit. nine feet long. Is there a picture of this? Yeah, there's a picture. You can go on there and see it. I want to see this. Oh, yeah. everything on your Instagram. Yeah, very How true. big are them ribs, right? Right? Mm. Or the- I want the baby bags. <laughs> <laughs> well, like for him to get Flintstone ribs, for him to live that long, he, he's probably going to be a little, 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 a little, little tough. tough. <laughs> a little tough. A little Not only that, like, yeah. how do you live that long? I mean, you're just waiting for. All right, y'all bring me the food back because I'm not going anywhere. Because like, not, I'm not leaving this cage. He's slow, he's like, all well, it takes well, a hunter is like, boom. When him. did they find this thing? 
I think it was like early early twenties or early fifty early thirties or something like that. Is when mm. they, he was he was like early twenty twenties. I mean, we're there right now, homie. Nineteen twenties. Oh, okay. I remember my uncle and aunt having a. They lived on this little tiny ranch out in California. Well, the house is a little tiny house. The ranch was like eighty acres or some shit. But uh, they had a boar's head on their wall in their dining room, and I remember it was big. Nothing compared to that, but it was huge at the time when I was a little kid and scary. It was like, to me, it seemed like it was six feet wide. It was probably like two feet wide. It was enormous, scary, and it always had a cigarette hanging out of its mouth. Oh, nice. But yeah, they had <laughs> shot it on their property. I'd, cool story. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it really is. I mean, you think about it, like, just how, I mean, you know, talking about, like, domesticating them, you can. But as soon as they go, like, just wild, I mean, I mean, that's why this it's free game to those. I mean, because there's a lot of farmers losing all their shit to mm-hmm. those fucking things. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. hey, you can't be the best hunter that you ever want to be, but guess what? You want to go shoot hogs? I can take somewhere. Yeah, all the wild hogs, Walmart's, whatever. Hey, it, it's uh, it, for, to my knowledge, I mean, it's it's free game. I mean, you could just oh yeah, you you can go at it. And, and these people, it, we we touched base a little bit earlier uh on some of the past previous episodes and we'll, we'll get a little bit further into pork or whatever but you're seeing this like new way of these these old school pork that that used to be pretty prevalent the very uh, tasty pork the very the, the 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 stuff that we're not getting you know what i mean that it's opposite of what we're getting at the grocery stores which are like heavily like just mass produced Mm -hmm. and there's no flavor whatsoever and it's very lean and stuff like that so that now you're having a a, um i guess the lack of a better word like an explosion on the smaller end of it with these farms starting to raise these these different breeds of pigs that produces a lot of like really really great flavored meat Mm -hmm. and we kind of got a little bit into that when we're doing competition because we're trying to get that one up leg on like, Hey, what, uh, what kind of ribs can I get? What kind of pork butt can I get to, to maybe separate myself from what the other people are doing? So, um, definitely look forward to the next couple of episodes where we can dive a little bit deeper into the pork and start trying to figure out some of these ribs and start trying to figure out some of these pork butts and chops and pork steaks. Because this last week, I mean, I dropped on some pork steaks with the aid of Rodney Scott's rub, the whole hog rub that came out freaking fantastic. Yeah, I, mean, I think mm-hmm. we actually do have some pictures of that, and that will probably be going up on our in a, on our social media this week. So yeah, by the time this episode drops, go back and look in the last week or so because there should be some pictures of the pork steak. So yeah, and which is, which is really uh, not not weird, but so you, you go to the store and. You can buy pork chops that are that are at a higher price, or you can buy a, a pork steak, or you can buy a boneless pork butt roast, mm-hmm. which is pretty much a pork butt that just right. the the, the bones bone. been then cut out, and you can cut steaks into that. I think I paid like eight bucks for this thing, and it was like probably six pounds of meat nice that i sit there and just like slice into these steaks and cooked and everybody just ate off of it the whole freaking sunday as we watch football super great so we'll have some of those recipes coming up a little bit uh, uh later on the later episodes yeah. the bonus episodes that we're putting out there because i know we still have quite a few interviews that we're fixing to drop yeah, on we, you guys yeah, we pretty much have interviews coming every week and we'll have bonus episodes coming every week pretty much every thursday maybe friday if i'm getting lazy but yeah so if you want the interviews they'll be out there every monday thursday or friday we'll have our our more normal episodes that will have recipes barbecue more barbecue talk more us bullshitting uh and yeah our uh our chicken wing recipe should be out already by the time you're hearing this on our website so any questions that you may have about pork ribs pork butts just send them our way, and uh, we'll, we'll start doing a little research, and we'll we'll try to answer the questions as best that we can. Absolutely. And then I'm going to let John try to figure out a name to this whole yes. series. Porktopia. Pork. Um, Porkosaurus. Yes, Porkosaurus Rex. Yes. Shit. So pe- people listening, hey, let us hear your suggestions as well. 
And while you're at it, go check out the grabmethebrisket.com and all our other social media platforms and uh, drop us a like, drop us a review. Let us know what you guys think. For sure. Thanks for listening, y'all. Appreciate it, guys. Peace. Dang it, Bobby. Just grab the brisket. Thanks for listening, guys. Special thanks to our sponsors, Jealous Devil Charcoal, Getty, Cooley Nation, Cambro Manufacturing, Texas Brew Hopper, Smoke Sheet, and Fiesta Spices. For more information on those companies, please check out our website at grabthebrisket.com.